You tapped into the Urban Politicians Podcast, baby. Let's get it. Yo, yo, yo. Back with another episode. Urban Politicians Podcast. We are on episode 31. And today we got two uh, special guests tapping in with us from the Bay Area, man. Uh, P Money and Buddha. Y'all introduce yourselves. What's good with you, man? What's good? It's P-Money. It's P-Money on the line right now, man. Um, P-Money, yeah. Bay Area, making moves, man. We I see your uh, video on YouTube with uh, Slim 400, and I like that whole vibe, that whole West Coast feel, man. So uh, how did how did that come about? I'm going to just keep my honey with you, man. Instagram, man. Instagram. You know, that's why I tell everybody, you know, do big numbers with that Instagram and stay up on it because, um, you know, it was hooking up, like, basically in the DMs and stuff, you know, talking to the homie Buddha Room, South Down, Street Top Buddha Room, you know, and then he linked me up with Mud and uh, Slim, Mud's uh, Slim manager, and, man, you know, um, I had, I'm not going to put the person name out here for the Bay, but uh, I had a situation with the music, so, <clears throat> so I, you know, I got a Slim, you know, Slim is a good dude, man. You know, uh, everything that he doing in his interviews, he's real. He's real, bumped in trees, how everything is real. And uh, I asked him, could I come down there, you know, the bank, would he record with him, you know, because it's always good to record with the person so we can know, you know, meet each other eye to eye, be on the same level instead of just sitting in the verse. I know that's hard sometimes with our schedules, but um, he said, come on. So me, my manager, Buddha, and uh, my producer, Primo, we jumped in the ride, six hour drive. You know, they treated us good, man. And, uh, Man, you know, my, my uh, shout-out to the Base Primo, my producer in-house, Chuma. Um, he produced the track. We went out there, man, and from there, it's history, man. The relationship is just A1, you know? Yeah, that's what's up, man. Uh, it, it's good to hear those organic stories like that where – you know, you stepped out there, reached out to him, and he could have acted Hollywood. And I and I know yeah. a lot of a lot of people trying to come up in the rap game, they deal with that. So for you to say that Slim Four Hundred was that humble and honorable, man, that's real, man. Because the these rappers, I know a lot of them. They some of them be too busy, then some of them would just act like they too good, you know. So yeah. that, that's a good thing, yeah. man. He took me on tour with him two years in a row. You know, like we did the whole West Coast, like almost the whole West Coast. Oh, no shit. Then we did Vegas, you know, so, I mean, you know, anytime, like, you know, got something going on, he always, you know, looked out for me and stuff, so, you know, he's a good dude, man, his whole team, Mud, everybody, they're good people, man. Like, I'm not going to lie, I'm not trying to knock the bay because I love the bay, but the love that I've been getting down there in L.A. is, you know, part of the reason why I'm getting moved down there, but it's just the network, the love, the family, like, you know, it's just, it's just major. Like it's just everybody back there, down there, is trying to help each other. You know, like they're trying to help each other. They're not trying to just say, "Oh, I can't put you on," or, or you know, it's, it's like it's love, family. You know. Yeah, and I, I do understand that, man. It's hard to be able. Sometimes it's hard to work with people in your backyard, man. Sometimes you got to get fresh energy and fresh faces to make moves. You know, they, I think that goes on in every city where. You know, you've been rocking with certain dudes and seeing certain dudes. Y'all didn't walk the same sidewalks, uh, went to the same stores and ate, but they'd be like, oh, fuck you. And then you go to the other city where nobody knows you, 
and it's all love there, yeah. and, and it's all organic yeah. and, and real energy. Uh, so uh, tell the people, yeah, yeah. but because uh, uh, in Houston we a little ignorant to the to the whole Bay Area <laughs> a little bit. Now I want to be clear with you. Uh, we do listen to Bay Area music heavy, definitely. Um, I listen to uh, Mazi. I know he's not from the Bay, but I know he from. I went to one of his shows recently. Uh, I know about Cookie Money. I know about Fifty Rich, the One Mob. Uh, you know, being from Houston, we always had connections uh, with different West Coast artists: Mac Dre, Spice One, MC Bree. You know, these are the guys that I grew up on. The ones I'm naming now, but. Yeah, yeah, I know about the Jacka. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got put on Jacka. I got put on your yeah, RP to Jacka, man. I got put on the Jacka because I used to listen to Briscoe and him and Jacka had a hard song together, and it was hard. And Jacka, when I heard him get on that shit, I was like, damn. And I, because I didn't grow up on Jacka, so we have a little bit of an understanding. You know, we know about E40, and I wanted you to tell exactly what area are you from in the Bay. I'm from Richmond, California. You okay. know, Gotham City. You okay. know, um, man, I get along with everybody in my city. You know, we got we we uh, we got three sides. We don't really get along. You know, I mess with everybody from the south to the north to the central. You know, I'm I'm well respected in my city. Okay. You know, like the reason why I call myself the king of the mixtape because nobody in my city I know the, the south started that. So I wanted to do something different and. I said, well, I'm going to be the king of the mixtapes of Boston. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like 15 mixtapes in the game, and I got one on yeah. deck. But uh, I'm from Richmond, California, Gotham City, you to the fullest, you know, like, yeah. you, know, I, um, you know, I mess with everybody. I, I can I can mess with everybody from, from anywhere, from Frisco to Oakland, too. Like, okay. that's just how I am. I'm about this business, you know. And that's real. That's what's you know, up, man. I, I, I ain't tripping. 15 mixtapes, you grinding hard as hell. I'll yeah, tell you that yeah. much. Yeah, uh, working. Oh, yeah, man. So, okay. Well, I need that connect down there with y'all. So I try to get with y'all, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we going to put it up and, and try to get the word out, you know, to the people that we do know and the people that are followers. Because you never know who know who, man. Somebody might see something, right. like something, be able to tap in. So, uh, yeah. also, uh, what, I, what I want to ask, too. Because I want to paint that narrative from people from Houston and different places who've never been to the Bay. How far is Richmond to San Fran and then uh, uh, San Fran to Oakland Sack and Sacktown? Yeah, like how far are these driving distances for uh, I mean, for y'all? Basically, our traffic is starting to get like that, right? But on a good day, there ain't no traffic. I mean, we're going down Oakland is about twenty. It's, it's, it's traffic is bad. Sacramento is like 45 minutes without traffic. The traffic is, is an hour or two worse. But our traffic is starting to get really bad out here. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, I, I grew up here. This is where I'm born and raised. So I know how to wiggle around. And, you know, I, I know how to keep the places that way. So, yeah. But if you just like put the GPS on, you, it depends. Like the traffic is mad crazy out there. It's like everything is like 20 minutes away. First of all, I, I could see, I could see the Bay Bridge from my grandparents' house. Oh, okay. So y'all pretty close there. Y'all pretty close there. Yeah, yeah man. That's what's up, man. Because you know, we we listen to those artists, but we we know that it's close, but we don't know everything about the bass. So that's why we kind of ask. You know, we know from the mainstream artists what they put us on, like too short. You know, him saying, you know, 
things about the Bay and, and things like that and about how far things are. So I, I just kind of want to put that narrative out there for the people. So um, with your music, like, uh, huh? Uh, uh, now I was going to say, so. Uh, like, like, uh, like out here in the Bay, I just feel like, like, like how you show major love right Yeah, I've heard I've heard about that on the um Filthy Rich interview where he mentioned that that they don't y'all artists there cannot get on the radio. And uh that's that's tough, man, you know, cuz it, it does help in the city. A lot of artists in Houston feel that way too that they can't get on the radio here or they can't get spins in the club here. But I will say they do play our legendary artists here. And if you get a popping enough song out here, they will put it on. It can't make it to the radio, but it's it's gonna always be politics and radio. But I tell you this, you doing the right way. Fifteen mixtapes out, and you on the internet. It's That's the, the best internet. way to grind in twenty eighteen because Work that internet. if you can't if you can't get that radio, fuck them. The uh, the uh, internet got a, a way wider reach than the put, radio. Put you know, your own, put your own shit out. The you radio know. is all getting we. It's the the jig is up. They try to act like they don't take money for songs and shit. Like man, the jig is up. We know what's going on. They want to favor yeah. for a favor. They want you to bend over backwards and then. Come perform at their free shows where they make all this money off of her and don't and they want you to perform for free though. You know what I'm saying? They want you to come to the radio and perform for free, but in which you get an exposure, but they make it they charge the people to get it to the to the radio show. So So uh talk about how you and uh Booty, your manager, linked up, man. Uh basically, you know, uh, being Primo, which is my producer. You know, we play ball all the time. You know, we, we just got, I brought Primo here since he was 14. And uh, I took him under. And, uh, you know, just, you know, Buddha being around, you know, supporting the music. And, you know, I feel like certain people got that look and that image. And, you know, just starting class and just listening to a person talk and checking out his educational background. Everything. And I just, you know, we talked, sat down, and I just felt that bond and connect. I felt like, like, you know, we just, we just, we just collide. We just connected real good, and we talk a lot. And, you know, it's a lot of things we got in common. And just, you know, just that that friendship. You know, we just. I asked him, you know, would you be my manager? And he's like, man, I ain't never done that. And I'm like, man, we gonna do this together. And you know, I'm gonna teach you whatever I know. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you around everything that I that I've been doing for this whole career. And he's um, done a tremendous job. You know, everything that I asked him for, he's done it. I told him I wanted to. Uh, be doing stuff for Slim 400 in a year. He had me doing it less than a year. Um, I told him mm-hmm. that I wanted to move YG. 
And, you know, that was, that was like two of my favorite rappers. He had me YG with the rest of the year. So mm. um, I asked him, I told him this year the goal was for the distribution deal. <laughs> we're not even all the way in the year. And we already got a couple of distribution uh, contracts shot to the stuff. So, uh, you know, he's a good dude. And, uh, you know, you know, it's like a family thing. You know, we we, we, uh, we on the black and brown thing, chopped up here, doing that together. You know, that's something different. You know? A lot of these other artists ain't doing it. We doing that. That's what's up, man. That's that's deep, man. Like y'all setting goals and reaching them. Like a lot of people don't. You gotta apply that to life in general. And saying y'all do it wiggling and making it work like that in the rap game. That's one hundred, man. Setting them goals and reaching them. And then you know, and then y'all gonna have to sit down and uh, rework that once y'all touch all this. Okay, then we actually did all this. Let's set the goal and make the goal bigger now. Like. So I I, yeah. I I I hear what you're saying, man, because it's a process, and I understand. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. I'm not trying to rap. We got our little thing going, but I do <laughs> understand how hard it is to get in the game, you know, and and put that work in and try to turn nothing into something. It's it's, it's hard work. So I know what you're going through. I done went in the studio and tried to spit freestyles before, and it is not easy as people think to make a rap song. No way. To stay on the beat and come up with it, it is not easy. The, I think I think one of the hardest things to be a rapper is being comfortable with your voice. You know, oh, I hate my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like your voice does not sound like you think it sounds when you hear it. Yeah. On when you hear it recorded, yeah. you ain't lying. Your voice sounds very I'm my different. Critic, man. Yeah, that's how it's supposed. But that's how it's supposed to be, though. That's self motivation. It's self motivation yeah. all the way. So, uh, who did you grow up listening to, man? Oh man, I grew. I mean, you probably think I'm crazy, but uh, <laughs> I listen to everything from rock to R and B to, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hardcore hip hop. Like when I was growing up, I used to like, of course, in WA. Yeah, in WA, and um, you know, um, I grew up listening to Forty Two Short, you know, Spice One, you know, Filthy, Filthy, not Filthy Rich. We had Junaid Filthy Bill out here. Filthy Bill. Master P, of course, oh. I know Master P. I knew Master P, like, my brother used to cut Master P's hair. Oh, okay. He murdered his brother. Okay. And um, I used to play basketball in Slamma Jam out here with Silky uh, Soccer. You know, and they used to tell me, Silk used to give me rides, me and my cousin, to, to uh, Slamma Jam. That's like a little basketball kid to play, you know. Yeah. He would show me these tapes, like these tapes, you know, they just real raw, and I was kind of like, man, me and my brother's going to be big, and I, I, you know, I'm straight basketball, and I'm laughing, like, whatever, and uh, it was crazy, because when they blew up, I'm like, damn, I, that's silk, like, you know, and I, I used to know this guy, he used to be out here, and out here in Richmond, like, you know, so it was crazy, you know, how, you know, they took off like that, so that inspired me to buy it, and Cash Money did too, you know, it's just like, at first I couldn't rap, you know, I couldn't rap at all. My, my, one of my homies, uh, Seeds, I started my first group with him, Cycle Connection. And his daddy had a studio in the backyard. And we, we freaked out and then he said, did y'all write that? And we like, nah, you had to take it seriously. I couldn't write. And so Seeds used to write my raps. And I used to go, dang, man, why you sound so smooth? And I sound so gangster. And he said, learn how to write your raps. I said, I don't know how to rap. Right. He said, I'm going to teach you. From there on, you know, it just I I just been going and going and going, dealing with groups, certain people. I just never stopped. I kept going and going and going. 
That's what's up, yeah. man. Not don't never. Stop. Yeah, don't stop, man. Don't give up. Shit, that's the main key in life, man. You don't know when you're gonna get your breakthrough. You know, so your your grind is just part of the process. There's nothing but the test. You know, so to see how where your heart at, see where yeah, your your willpower at, man. A lot of niggas tap in yeah. for no reason and shit. I mean, they tap out. Niggas tap out and give up and then shit. I can't, I can't forgive Matt Dre, man. Matt Dre, R.P. Yeah, Matt Dre. yeah, Jack, man. You know, like, I used to call Jack and the baby J the kids all the <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. The baby J the kids, man. You know, it's just like, man, you know, we lost those, we lost those rappers. I feel like today we lost a lot. You know, we lost a lot. You know, just, you know, we, you know, some rappers things we not sure haven't been the same since, like the whole movement. And um, it's like the new generation, I'm not knocking it, but, you know, some of the stuff, I just don't like it. A lot of these guys, you know, they, they not real, man. Like, they, they, they not really real, like, like, they're safe. And, not, you know, me, I'm just, I'm 100% real. Like, you yeah. know, uh, if you see me in the streets, I'm going to take a picture with you. I, I, with you, you can touch me. If you can't touch me, then it ain't real. You know, like, I go Got you. Uh, I will say this though. I, I I mean not not to throw any names in particular. I just know that the cycle of hip hop is, is uh crazy. <coughs> I'm having to um like say like you say like how niggas ain't real, right? Say a nigga is a real nigga, and I see the it's it's a big divide, man, because. Now I see certain r- niggas that I know that m- are real niggas or come from these neighborhoods or stand up niggas. They're not allowed to be in the hood anymore because of the fact or be in certain places because of the fact it will bring a problem. You know what I'm saying? Whether you you could be in the most official nigga, but there's that one nigga walking out here who'll be like, you know what? If I see that nigga, I'm going to try something with him. He might have not did nothing to me, but so I do understand sometimes, but when niggas be like, you know what, I can't fuck around with them people where I'm from no more. I can't go over there. You don't ever want a nigga to just turn his back on the hood. But it's it's one of them fine lines, you know, that we have in hip hop. Just like, you know, with the chain snatching epidemic, when niggas try to take niggas' chains all the time and they want to put it on camera that they took the fucking chain for you know, for some clout or for some clicks or to get some fame, but nigga, you confessing a crime. You know what I'm saying? When right, right. you really, to me, you not proving nothing snatching a rapper's chain. Uh, that's not proving nothing to me. But unless the rapper, you take a rapper chain and he doesn't do it, try to fight you back or nothing, uh, you didn't do nothing to him. Because if you got a gun on him, I would think he would give the chain up. You know what I'm saying? But right. So you didn't prove nothing, and then if you take it and run, you really didn't prove nothing. So I'm just like, I see the the recklessness of the fans in hip hop nowadays. That's I guess that's what I'm getting on. Like I see why some rappers might want to stay away from their fans, but you could tell organically if you be around somebody 
okay, this dude is a genuine person or not. Nah, this motherfucker is a stuck up asshole. You know, so I do understand where you're coming from, though, on that aspect of the game. Yeah, sure. So, uh, I just feel like uh, that on that one more time before we end that topic, uh, yeah. I just feel like that I understand what you're saying, but as white people, we don't want to be that You got to. You got to treat yourself like you major. You know what I'm saying? When you putting all the funds up and you coming out the mud, people going to respect you as such. You know what I'm saying? Presentation is everything. You present yourself like a like a business, like a like a like a walking brand in a business. That's what you're going to get in return. You know, Um, I seen something and I had put it on my IG, man. Um, Tone Trump. Um, I don't know if you are you aware of who Tone Trump is? Yeah, he out of Philly. He a, he a rapper out of Philly. Uh, he has spoke on some that, that and, and I like when the rappers give those real keys. And this is no disrespect to Khaled. It's all marketing, you know. I'm a song. Uh, I'm a fan of some of Khaled's songs. Khaled will get on Snapchat all day and tell you he's giving you the keys to success and he's doing this and he's showing you how to make it. But Khaled has not taught a motherfucker one thing in two years. <laughs> Like he hasn't taught anybody because it's it's little game that people could give you. And I understand, you know, it's not their responsibility. I'm not saying it's their responsibility. But he spoke on something so simple. He spoke on ASCAP and BMI. He said he works with artists all the time and he'll be like, they'll hit him up, they'll be like, Hey man, let's let me get you on a verse. Or he said they'll go shoot a video and he said, Hey man, y'all registering these songs on your ASCAP? And he said, Dudes don't even know what ASCAP is. And they say, oh, dudes don't know what BMI is. And I've, I've been listening to rap for since I was seven years old, basically. 
And I've only heard one rapper rap about ASCAP, and it was Jada Kiss. And I, I thought about that, you know, when you said that now. It's like, I heard Jada said, niggas going to give me my ASCAP. They going to give me my ASCAP or get their ass capped. So I hear Tom Trump speak on it again. And he's like, yeah, register, register your music. Make your treat yourself like a brand. You know what I'm saying? Treat your 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 music like a business, and people gonna respect it. He said you can make all the good music that you want to, but if you don't make it like a business, you ain't going nowhere. So he's like, Re- all the young dudes, research, do y'all ass cap stuff. So I say that to say, I'm saying that to say this. Uh, hearing that you moving like that business, you know what I'm saying. I like when the artists come in and tell like you telling. Listeners, right now, hey, you moving like you a major record deal, and I mean record label, and you independent. You know what I'm saying? Just getting everything together. Like, hey, I'm moving this car. We sit down. We got a team. The, the people they need to hear that, man. That's how you got to move. Yeah, yeah. And I've been getting on everybody on my squad because I'm, I'm actually mentioning the PMI. Cap, I just had my producer do it, and I'm getting on my little cap on I'm like, man, don't don't do like we did coming in the game lately. I'm on it right now. Making my younger daughter sounds like John Hill with being my ass cap. So, and, you know, we on CD Baby right now, all that. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's really important. There's a lot of artists out there, and people don't understand. They see in the videos, and they floss in the money. Anybody could go get a hundred dollar bill and make it all once, and then have him give you three, four, four hundred, and then you could go on Amazon and get the rest and make it look like you're balling. But a lot of these cats ain't registered in their music, you know, and that's one of the things tough that we, my manager and producer, we've been on registering all the music. Like, we got we got a hit that's almost at 100K. That's big for us out of all our stuff with Slim. So, you know, we, we're trying to get that on World Star and everything. So, you know, the thing is, like, if you don't know the business, it's, it's 90% business, 10% talent. If you don't know this business, and that's what I'm leaning toward with my crew, like, you basically don't mess yourself over. Like, you got to know. Then, like, we, we had the distribution contract into us. First thing we did, call a lawyer. We got a lawyer, call a lawyer. We're not signing nothing until we sit down at the table and go over everything so we understand what we're doing. We don't want to be like this every life. That's right. But then you go to cat. A lot That's of these right. cats are just signing for quick money, and then like, you see them in the videos with the cars and the jury and the cars, and that's all the label stuff. And then they got to pay this bag, and they can't. And then you're like, why he ain't came out? Because he... He still got to get that label or album. He still got to get him this, you know, and he owned him. So it's like, you got to really know this business and get up on it smart. You know, a lot of people don't realize they just, a lot of people don't realize Jay-Z, PPD, and all them dudes got to where they hit because they educated themselves like in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? That's what's, that, that like is 100% Jay-Z, fact. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, go ahead. No, I was just saying that's 100% fact, what you said. Oh, yeah, I seen Jay-Z before say, uh, somebody asked him why you don't wear your jewelry no more and all that. Like, you know, he said, man, look at my suit I got on. My suit costs more than all the jewelry pieces and stuff that he got on. I was like, wow, that was power. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, like, my suit costs more than everything that they got on over there. I don't need to wear that jewelry. You know what I'm saying? So he's a businessman now. You know, he's smart, you know that's yeah. what it's all about. You got to elevate. You do, you do have to elevate. You do have to yeah, elevate. You got to get more educated. Yeah, man. So you, you, it's good to hear that you're pushing that movement, man, that, that it getting educated, moving like a boss, moving like a business, understanding what needs to be done, man, because that's what give you that longevity. 
And uh, also, man, you got anybody in the game that you would look forward to working with or anybody that you, you feeling right now, how they moving, how they, you know, how their program is oh, going? Yeah. Oh, you know, I learned South. I, 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 I mess with Everybody. I mess with God things, you know, come quick together, but I really like Young Buck, daddy. Like I said, once again, Instagram has been a blessing to me because I've been talking to Young Buck. I was saying, Buck, 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 Juvenile when he's laughing at the whole little thing. You know, people say what they say, but young bucket is a beast, man. You know, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he a real you know, nigga. He, he went thousand. You know, you know, I love South, man. You, I mean, if I pulled out my CD collection, you would be like, wow, I got everybody, man. I'm just, you know, that was, to me, I felt like, I don't know if you're, Jerome is so underrated, man. I love that dude. Like, I feel like, man, he's one of the hottest rappers I ever heard lyrically from the South. And, I just really like his music. I just hope after we, you know, you know, network on this conversation and we can probably hook something up because I would love to work with him too. Well, man, like, yeah. Man, when he did that clean on the clean on the inside, like, man, that's Yeah, he out of he out of Dallas. He out of Dallas, so it's kind of like, believe it or not, Dallas and Houston, we are like completely different. Like, completely different. But I, 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 the role I've seen them at car shows and in the club perform and stuff. That was like that what oh seven era oh eight type vibe. So like I've seen them, man, and uh, he seemed like a real cool dude. I know he gonna he would network and uh, if you reached out to him and you was you know ready to do something with him, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't. But he did have some bangers, man. That that line trunk getting hard like Kimbo Slice. That was hard. Yeah, that yeah, that's I like, it. I like Chameleon there too. Oh yeah, you know Chameleon. There. He out there with y'all I now. Say, he he, he, he be out side. there. <laughs> he out there y'all region now, man. And I like Slim Thug, you know. Yeah. A lot of people hate on Little Flip, but I really like Little Flip. Yeah, I say like Little Flip, Flip in the club man, too. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Little Flip, Little Flip. Oh, uh, you know he one of the ones that kind of carried the torch for us, man. Yeah, he, he can be considered. You know, I just think yeah. that you know the situation with Ti kind of hurt. But yeah, at it the same did. time, I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta give Lil Flip his card, man. You can't play Flip on the kind of making music. Some people will try to do it. I mean, the, some of the youth wasn't really up on it like that. It, it, you know, they too young to really understand the impact that he had in the game, man. I was in Vegas. And I was walking down the street, and the dudes, one of the homies with us had a grill. So they seen this grill, and they was like, damn, your shit right. Like, because I guess they never seen it, like, iced out like that. And it's like, and they heard us talk, and they was like, damn, where y'all from? We like, we from Houston. And it's like, no shit, man, y'all be on flip. And, like, them niggas was, like, excited, man. So I know the impact that the music of Houston, Texas in general, has had on the West Coast because – I went to Vegas another time, and I'm in the uh, jewelry store out there just looking around, and some dudes from Oakland reached out. They seen me, and they was like, damn, man, we like that piece you got on. And I was like, yeah, appreciate it, man. And they was like, oh, shit, where you from? And I'm like, shit, I'm from Houston. And they was like, no shit, man. Hey, man, if you need anything out here, we got you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I'm like, all right. 
So then later on that night, I just so happened to go to Dreya's, the little after hour spot. And I ain't know nobody at this time out there. This was like my first time out there. So we was kicking and chilling. And then they saw me in the club. And I'm just in the crowd just drinking on uh, against the wall. He grabbed me. Hey, man, come in our section. Anything you want, man. You got it. Man, we Bay Area. Man, we love Pimp C. We love, what you call it, R.I.P. to Pimp C, R.I.P. DJ Screw. They throwing up Ace Town, giving a nigga bottles. I'm like, damn. And I keep it I keep it a thousand. I'm like, nigga, I can't afford none of this shit. Like, I'm right. like, but I'm right. like, shit, fuck it. They forcing, they forcing it to me. I can't, I can't, it's disrespectful to deny when somebody forces you something. I already know. That's why uh, when this, this little, this little convo started up, I was like, I got to tap in with the bay because this is like, they already done showed me love on several occasions. And I want to go to the Bay because I heard on the party vibes and the uh, chill vibes and the wave, it's better to go to the Bay and kick it than L.A. I don't know. I hear L.A. is more of a... I've been here my whole life, so, yeah. you know, I'm kind of played out on it, but just like I want to come to you. You know what I mean? I know, yeah. I know the love down there. Come to Houston, man. Uh, you for sure. Paul Wall is a person that if you got that relationship with Paul Wall, he he gonna he gonna take care of you out here, man. So that's a good that's a good number or a good contact or if you got that relationship, that's a good person to tap in with because he he gonna be able to put you in the right di- direction as far as if you want to go record who you need to link up with. You know what I'm saying? Paul Wall know the city, he know the city, he know the people here, so. And he hands on, you know, he hands on with people when they come in, into the city. Yeah. You know, some people make a little phone yeah. call for you, but he hands on. So that's a good relationship to have too, man. Um, So what would you say uh, would be the hardest thing for you in chasing your dream of, you know, being a rapper? What What has been one of the hardest things for you? I mean, I think the hardest thing is right now my age, but... I look so young because I don't drink or smoke that it don't bother me. But uh, I just think that is just basically just it's just so hard trying to, you know, do this out here in the Bay. I mean, that's why I'm not, like, giving up on it. You know, it's just like you want to go after that girl, but it's just so hard coming out of the Bay Area. Like, just that, like, the hardest part just, it's like you got to be part of that circle to, to get in there. And uh, it's like, man, you know, that's the hard part, man. I love you, man. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna sit here like, like, I love you. I eat, breathe, this shit every day. So, I mean, 
it's, it's, I, sometimes, man, I hate to say this because I ain't stepping on those toes, but the way I work, man, I feel like a baby Tupac sometimes. Yeah. Now, I took a lot of notes from that dude. If you could ask my manager, it's times I go in the studio, him and my producer and my other producer, I record six songs. Yeah. Man, people saw I record You know, I, I, I put a, put a, a test on myself that, look, I'm going to do 14 tracks. Go in there this Tuesday night, knock out seven. Come in Friday and finish that seven. Like, I push myself, you know. That's what's um, up. You tell me, you know, like, something I see, I say, okay, check me out tomorrow. Check me out in a few hours. You know, and I just, I mean, I just write, write, write. I can freestyle. Like, the orange part is just, you know, coming from an area where the marketing is kind of tough, man. So, it's like you got to have the right connection Nah, it's not. It's not. It's just, you know, finding that one song because everybody who makes music is one hit away from being a star. One hit one hit, and you a star. It, it, I don't give a fuck who you is. If you've never, you never been a star, you're always one hit away from being a star. But, um. Actually. Nah, you say what you was going to say? Actually, I was supposed to be coming out there next week with Slim. To do this little uh, tour thing they doing out there, I don't know if it's true. Is that in Houston? Nah, the, uh, South by, the South by Southwest, that's in Austin. Yeah, I was supposed to be coming out there, but um, my other producer didn't get my schedule and stuff right. So I wouldn't ever do it. But I was supposed to go with them. I was supposed to be touching down out there. That oh, that would have been a good look. Everybody be out there. Uh, it's not as good as it used to be to me years ago, but right. it's still something. If you're trying to... Cause you can make any type of connection out there, man. You know you can con- connect yeah. with these buildings, uh, like these offices, like Complex and Fader and and different. You know, Trey and all them be out there. All the Houston artists be out there promoting. Just you know, yeah. uh, doing block parties, doing shows. Uh, have you have you ever been out there before to Austin or Houston? You never been? No. To, uh, okay, I will tell you this in Texas though. Every city is very different. Houston. Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, each city is very different, different styles, different types of music, different dressing, different uh, uh, accents, and different lingo. So uh, when you go to Austin, Austin is nothing like Houston. But we all fuck with each other in Texas, though, 100%. But uh, if you can, that'll be a good look whenever you can, man. Get out there to that South by Southwest. I will say that. So, uh, and okay, also, we, we, we gonna do that. yeah, I got to do that, man. But that's dope. You know, you opening up on tour and moving around like that. You, you doing, cause one thing I don't like with people and I tell them like, Hey, don't tell me you're a rapper and, and you have all the 
resources that you need, but I can't go look up nothing on you. Or I look on your Instagram page and you got three pictures, you know, and, right. and you're telling me you're a rapper. And I told the dudes that when I was in Vegas, like they on the side of the road selling CDs or whatever. I said, bro, how can I support y'all? I, get, I ask you for your Instagram. I get on your Instagram. You only got one picture of yourself. I can't take you serious, bro. Like, right. you know, you got to promote and brand yourself and y'all doing that right. And uh, we appreciate you tapping in, man. Uh, Tell everybody where they can reach you at on your Instagram, your YouTube, any social media you want to give out, all that. Oh, yeah. First of all, I want to tell y'all, uh, y'all can go on Instagram, Rich City P Money. You can go on YouTube, type P Money Richmond, check out all my videos, my hot two videos of Snow 400, Snapchat, P Money 510. Twitter, P ninety five one zero. I mean, you know, it's good, man. DM me if you want to verse, man. You want to work? DM me. DM me, my manager, Young Buddha Bay. So that's pretty much good. Tap in with me, man. Man, go get all my music right now. On that tip, you can download it. But I'm putting it all on iTunes too. I got stuff on iTunes right now. You can go tap in and get my new album. I just put out it's still in my DNA. You know, you can go get the uh, first one. It's in my DNA. Bad news from the block. The Blue Money album is all on iTunes. No kidding. Man, I'm, I'm trying to keep working in Houston. I love y'all, man. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So we're gonna we're gonna end the call, but I'm gonna uh, take the listeners out on your track, man. With uh, Slim Four Hundred. Appreciate you tapping in, man. Yeah, man. Everybody, this a hot track car. When I pull up, featuring the homies from Bark and Slim Four Hundred. Y'all already know what it is. All right. All up. All right. Here we go, new uh, what a little lead track for P Money, man. Y'all gotta go check this out with uh Slim Four Hundred doing this thing working. Y'all get a man uh support the hardest work, support the hard workers, man. Y'all got to that's that's just how the game work. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, P Money, two step, Slim Four Hundred. Trying to get rich, red beams on. I think I see another snitch. Can't turn me off, cause I'm on like a light switch. Move out the way. You fucking up my two-step special delivery. I'm not talking cheap depth. I'm just a hood nigga dipped in the form with my four fingers at the set that a nigga rep. Bankroll on the dashboard. She put 20 on the black car. Niggas tough on that net, huh? You are not hard. You just a nigga with a badge in a car car. Let him turn up. I'ma turn him down. Straight with a fire's red bone, it's your bitch today. I know it's hella hate, fuck any 
each and every day with your main shit spring. Everybody knows sleep on him, boy. Feeling this, man. Feeling this. But you know, I fuck with that Bay Area sound already. You know, the beats, the style, all that. Yeah, so it's like. Yo, y'all tap in, man, to P Money, Richmond, California, Bay Area rapper, man. Hey, y'all got to go and show the man some love, man. It's a hard little track, man. Urban Politicians Podcast, episode 31. Hey, I always fuck up the episode numbers, man. Y'all yeah, search, click, and subscribe on YouTube, Urban Politicians uh, subscribe on the podcast app. That's the purple app that's on your phone if you have an iPhone. And if you don't have an iPhone, you can get it on the Droid on um, your Play Store. At this point, just search. Well, we got We just got to keep reminding the people, you know. Search it. You search just, Urban it, Politicians. Yeah, we got a lot of content coming out. We're going to keep more. Shout out to the whole Bay Area, Richmond, Texas, Buddha, and uh, P Money for uh, tapping in with us. No doubt. And we appreciate all the love and support, y'all. Peace.